0: Sequence star. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Before there was Jesus, there was his crazy cousin John the Baptist. The man who wore camel's hair, who ate and who ate locusts and honey. But what does John the Baptist matter for you and me today? He came before Jesus, we're after Jesus, so what difference does he make for disciples of Jesus Christ in the 21st century? And what difference does John make for me? That's what we're going to talk about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we talk about John the Baptist, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in studio once more by my occasional guest co-host, Robin Bruggeman. Hi, Robin.
1: Hi, Chris.
0: Robin, uh, I'm gonna do something <laughs> that I hope I won't regret and for the next, oh, 26 minutes or so, give you control of this episode of Ignition.
1: Well, thank you for trusting me.
0: Uh, well, 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 you can we'll, tell we'll me afterwards if that was a good <laughs> idea or not.
1: No, I thought it'd be fun to reverse the roles here. Yes, ma'am. And um, let you be the one doing, well, you usually do most of the talking, <laughs> but not so, and in a good way. It's yeah. your show. You yeah, get yeah. to do whatever That's you right. want and it, yeah. you get to talk right. as much as you want. Right. But I think it would be fun because we are talking about John the Baptist, yep. St. John the Baptist, yep. and we're going to talk about summer Christmas. Yep. And, um, when you and I kind of look at the dates to record this for recording date, the next time I'll be in, we noticed that when we'd be recording this episode, it would be around the nativity of St. John the Baptist. And I know that is one of your favorite saints. Yeah. So I was also thinking that when you have a co-host on, you always ask, oh, tell the listeners about yourself. Right. And your listeners know a lot about you, but you don't really say that much about yourself on a normal episode. I don't. So I think it would be fun for your listeners to get to just have a refresher of who you are and maybe some fun facts about you. That's So oh, tell, tell your listeners about you, Chris. So,
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So I, I do, you know, back in the day when um, uh, Father Andrew, Andrew Dickinson was my regular Co-host, he and I, we always do that. But you know, when you when you listen to shows, radio shows, or podcasts. The hosts, sometimes they'll do it, but other times they don't, because, mm-hmm. well, they're listening, so presumably yeah, they, they know, know. but exactly. they may not know.
1: Because you have more than 500 episodes. I do Congrats. have more than that 500 Congrats, that is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And so it may have just been a while since you've it, said it, much, it and you have probably has. gathered new listeners on the way, that, so
0: that may tell be.
1: them about the Chris Bergwald. The
0: Chris Bergwald. So uh, I used to start this answering this question, Robin, by talking about what I do. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I realized, you know, I should lead with who I am first. There's been several ways, true ways to answer that. Um, first and foremost, I am, in fact, a beloved son of God the Father, a little brother of Jesus Christ, and a temple of the Holy Spirit. So that's probably like, I should lead with that theologically. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a more everyday sense, I'm Germaine's husband for 20... 20- one, you gotta get this right. 22. <laughs> almost 20, 22, almost 23 years. it be 23 years next okay. month. So Jermaine I got married July of 99. So mm-hmm. that's the thing, 99. So I could just take, because if it were 2000, it'd be super easy. That'd be a what lot year is it? But it's, it's a 99. It's okay. okay, what year are we? Where are we in the year? Yeah. And then add. It's too a much year. math. It's, it's 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 a, a good number. bit of math. Uh, so uh, Jermaine and I have five kids: Elena, Carl, Noel, Alexi, and Mercedes. Elena just graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. Carl and Noel are twins. They're two years behind her, 19 months behind her technically. So that was crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, 18 years ago. Uh, no. 16 years ago. Uh, and then Alexi is now 13 and Mercedes is 10. So we have, you talk about your family all the time. We no longer have single digits in our house. It's all wow. double digits.
1: You've really um, gone digits, up to round. the next level. Yes,
0: exactly. Uh, I originally from central Minnesota, um, son of Tom and Nancy. Dad gets a shout out on the show from time he to time. He does. Mo- Hi, Tom. Mom doesn't as much. Because I don't know Mom. if mom's a regular listener. <laughs> um, uh, and grew up Catholic um, had a conversion when I was in college at the University of Minnesota that led me to the doctoral studies and my passion for uh, learning about our faith, more specifically, getting to know our Lord better in a personal way, uh, and then hopefully helping others do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, I'm the director of discipleship. So, what do I do? I'm the director of discipleship formation for the Diocese of Sioux Falls, where I get to, as my work, do my passion, which is hopefully helping other people come to know God in a deeper way. And how they can share him with others themselves.
1: Awesome. And I and all those who know you are so thankful that you are in the role you're in. Thank you. I um and I know I've told you this before, I tell Spike all the time that we feel so blessed to have you in our life for the knowledge you have and that you share with us, with those who know you at the diocese, with your listeners. So it's a treat. And Thanks, what Robin. you just shared lined up with your um, what'd you call it, your little trailer in the beginning of what ignition is. To
0: set your faith ablaze so yeah. that you may live the adventure that comes from relationship with Jesus Christ. Awesome. Amen. Awesome.
1: So what's a fun fact about you?
0: Fun fact about me. So a recent fun fact, I recently saw the movie Top Gun Maverick. This is oh. not a fun fact, but, but I mean, I saw a movie. That's not really a fun fact. But, <laughs> uh, I, and I loved it. I loved awesome. it. Awesome.
1: I need uh, to see it yet. It's,
0: it's really good. But that's not really a fun fact about me. I don't know, Robin, like you, you, you didn't prep me for a fun fact. And those are the things that I usually, I wish I like.
1: would have thought on the way here. Cause I probably know some fun you facts about you. You probably
0: do know some fun facts. Okay. Uh, I'm an Eagle Scout.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Uh, this is okay. I'm not, this is one of those fun facts that I'm not proud of in a way, but forgive me. I was young. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 Oh,
0: you okay. Here we one. go. Oh, I got goodness. him. I got him. My, the, the first one is not proud. The second one, like g- g- explains The first, the first live music concert I ever went to, like big, you know, like big musical.
1: Yeah. Who uh, is it? Metallica. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was Dr. pre, con- pre-
0: conversion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My
1: Heavy second, metal. That was 1994. <laughs>
0: 1994. The next concert I went to was 20 some years later. No uh,
1: concerts in between. That? No
0: concerts. Uh, no. I love listening to music, but yeah, i have not but never but been to a big live, concert going. Yeah. So I think it was 2012 here in Sioux Falls at the Sioux Falls Arena. Was it Matt Maher? Kelly Clarkson.
1: Wow. Kelly Clarkson.
0: So I went from Metallica <laughs> to Kelly Clarkson.
1: So Very that's good. a
0: progression or something. It's a musical okay. taste. So, that's good. so go. good fun there facts. You go. Thank there you
1: for sharing you and welcome. being vulnerable to that. You're welcome. So another fun thing. Again, we're
0: the e- my email address is robin at.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just if you email that, then I'll just decide if I should pass the, <laughs> the feedback on. But no, seriously, people should reach out to you through your email yep. Um, yep. with even I think of like maybe questions they have of. Yep. Like, Because I'm so blessed to be able to text you or call you, hey, I have this yeah. good question. That's, so, that's
0: literally my day job so, is to yeah. answer questions. So yeah, don't be afraid, have, listeners be afraid.
1: and viewers. So, Be not afraid. Okay. Right, yeah. Okay, now that we're on music, yes. concerts. Yes. Okay, so something fun we're going to do. So, you know, I love liturgical living. Yes. And you love all the theology, catholic yes. um, Catholicy side of things. So we're going to kind of merge the two yes, together. we are. And I brought some fun treats to yes, share. To celebrate <laughs> your favorite saint. And they are... Um, crickets. And we're going to talk about why Dr. Bergwald on air is going to eat actual crickets. Literal crickets. Real ones, people. Yeah. We have hickory smoked buffalo wing sauce and cheesy bacon um, crickets for real. So we're going to be totally lit. And so if you're <laughs> listeners. If you're listening on the radio or the podcast, you may yes. want to check out YouTube. You, might, yes. you can go to the go Sioux to the Falls na- yeah, YouTube, Diocese, uh, YouTube.com
0: slash SF YouTube. YouTube. Diocese.
1: SF Diocese.
0: SF Diocese. Right, yeah. Casey? Yeah. So check Sf-diocese. out the YouTube because you're
1: going to see um, Dr. <coughs> yeah, Bergwald's uh, Maybe. Maybe,
0: maybe. Maybe you won't want to see it. Who I knows? Think it's going to be
1: fun, you guys. Okay. So we're going to talk about John the Baptist yep. and Summer Christmas. So do you want to tell us about John the Baptist and why he is your favorite? Ooh. Why he's so significant? Why is he... I mean, yeah. he's actually like a movie star of saints. Honestly, there's so many. There's so many great saints, but he. I mean, he's in the Bible. Many saints are, but he's kind of a movie star of saints in he's some ways.
0: So, what, one little, a little fun fact. So, Eastern Christians, like quote unquote Eastern, where they they do things like the mass, but their vestments are different, and they do a ton of incense. It's a lot of icons. So, Eastern Catholics and Eastern Orthodox. Um, if you look at a lot of icons of Jesus, especially hanging on the cross. There are two icons, almost always, in, in an Eastern Catholic or Eastern Orthodox Church, yep, there are two saints who are alongside Jesus or who are, in, in, uh, who are um, yeah, the, 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 the figures alongside of okay. Jesus. Now, many of us would think, so one of them, of course, is Mary. Jesus' mother, the greatest of his disciples. And most of us, that well, the other is gonna be Joseph. No. In the east, the two then people can guess where this is going. The two saints that are highlighted, if you will, uh, next to Jesus are Mary and Saint John the Baptist. Um, now, to be honest, I I have not done a deep dive into my my recollection, and I might be wrong. So, if you're Eastern, you can email ignition at scottwood.org <laughs> to correct me here. But I think because John is the hinge between the old and the new covenants. John is the last of the prophets before the coming of Jesus. So he's, Mm -hmm. but he's also, he knows Jesus. So that's why he's a, he's, he's in a unique situation, position um, in the history of salvation is in that he is the precursor, the forerunner to the Messiah, Mm -hmm. to Jesus himself. So Jesus speaks about how he's the, the greatest of prophets and yet least in the kingdom of heaven. Um, and and what exactly that means? There's been a lot of speculation, but he's the greatest of the prophets, um, and and he's he's in a way the he's not the first follower of Jesus, but he's among the early followers of Jesus. But he's not in an obvious way. So he is for the East, like these the uh, one of the key figures in their liturgy. Uh, so going back to your question, what's the deal with him? So he, he is again, precursor, the forerunner, the one who prepares the way for the Lord. So all four gospels talk about, uh, in to some degree or another, John the Baptist Uh, and, and they talk about how he prepared the way for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, many of the gospel writers will refer to prophecies from, uh, the book of Isaiah and the book of Micah, how there was one, a voice crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. And that's, that was ended up being the role of John the Mm -hmm. Baptist. Uh, he's the new Elijah, uh, Elijah, uh, in the old Testament period, Elijah is, is, and, and, you know, maybe people may not, when, when you read, there's no book of Elijah. There's a book of the prophet Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel and Hosea and, on and on. there's no book of Elijah. We read about Elijah uh, in the the kings the Kingses, First Kings, I think, uh, maybe Second Kings, um, but he doesn't have his own book. And yet he is in many ways considered the greatest of the Old Testament prophets. Huh. Uh, okay. And John is the new Elijah. John doesn't think he's Elijah, but Jesus says yeah. he was Elijah, who who was. Who would come to prepare the way mm-hmm. for me, the Messiah. Mm-hmm. So I talked a lot there.
1: Well, it's your show. You get to talk as so much as you want. I want know. you to. You that to. already. <laughs> um, okay. So let's back up a little bit to um, John the Baptist and his relation to Jesus. Yeah. So we are going to be celebrating John's feast day. Yes. On June 24th. Yes. And it's the nativity of John the Baptist. Yes. Now, fun fact that whether your listeners know or not is that most saints just have one feast yes. day. There are three, right? People that have more than one. Oh, three. Yes. Okay. They have more than one. Yep. So most saints, their celebrated feast day is the day they have died and left this earth, but it's because they're being born into heaven yep. is what I believe, yep. right? Yep. So it's like their death day, birthday to heaven. Um, But the three people that have more than one feast day are John the Baptist, yep. right? Mary. Yep. Our mother. Yep. And Joseph, yep. her beloved husband, yep. right? Yep. And do you want to tell listeners real quick why that is? Why he gets a second? Is this fun? I get to put you on the spot. What? So why he gets? Do you know why he gets the? Um, why does he get two I, feast days? So we celebrate his birth? death day. Yes, his death His, his, his heading. Yep. Um, not this month. This month we're celebrating his nativity. Yep, his, his birth. birth yep. Which we'll talk about then yep. in scripture. Yep. How that ties in? Why does he get? two feast days.
0: Because he's awesome? I don't
1: know. Yeah, because he's Chris Bergwald's <laughs> favorite saint. Um, is so
0: I, is really? there a, like okay. a specific question, reason? Or I you, think so. What is it? Um, okay. Okay.
1: okay. I kind of know. I think if I start saying it, you might get okay. it. Okay. So when Mary went to visit yes. Elizabeth, yes. which we'll talk about that, Yes. Um, while John was in his mother, Elizabeth's womb, yes. he leapt for joy. Yes. And then scripture tells us, and I have it here, but I don't want to waste the time looking when you're eating crickets. Maybe I'll look. So um, scripture, I think then says something about since the Holy spirit, since Elizabeth then in her womb was filled with the Holy spirit, was that, or was it not um, like a baptism then?
0: Oh, Okay, yes.
1: Yes or no? So is well, that like, well? So, like, is that like a baptism. so he was yes, filled like, with the Holy Spirit. It wasn't spirit. So it was baptism, like the baptism, but like baptism. So
0: the effect of baptism, one of the effects of baptism is to fill us with the spirit. John was filled with the spirit yes. in the womb of his mother.
1: Yeah. So is that why he gets the two feast days? Maybe. Okay, to be continued.
0: Okay, to be continued. I, I know, da, but da. I have to okay.
1: okay. I think you should try one of the crickets a okay. second. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, John the Baptist gets two. Feast days, and we're going to celebrate his nativity, which is his birth. Do you want to read scripture? I can't on eat scripture
0: and oh, handy. Or and what do you chew. want to do? I can't. Yeah,
1: that would be, be, be really That's going to be
0: awkward. Yeah. So, so should you I tell pass me. you the Bible? What do you, what do you want well, to, or do you have it handy?
1: No, I'm, I remember I put my scripture I away you since did. you had yours open. Um, do you
0: have the, it open? Yeah, what, what, to what?
1: Where? To um, why, we ha- why it's summer Christmas. So why do we celebrate ah, the nativity yes, 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 yes. of John the Baptist, his birth? And why is it so significant that we are celebrating on June 24? Because I think, so when I think of liturgical living and tying in um, living lit and liturgical, this is where I totally geek out that the church in all its beauty and intentionality and smartness purposely has... Why we celebrate John the Baptist's Nativity birth on June 24th. It does. So, do you have that scripture to show your listeners why? Oh, I think so. I'm going
0: to explain. I'll give okay. the backstory yep. and we'll get into the details.
1: Yep, backstory or scripture.
0: Okay. Yep. So, folks, if you're just tuning in, welcome to the show. You are watching Ignition. I'm Chris Burgwald, your host. Um, well, the guest, t- kind of today. What are you? You're both. Uh, I don't know what I am. <laughs> I'm the you're guys, the star. The, host, the star. Uh, Robin Bruggeman is with me in the studio. Robin's. Uh, we're talking about Saint John the Baptist, but Robin is sort of the one uh, asking,
1: putting uh, you on the. Spot. You're asking the
0: questions this time. <laughs> so, uh, in Luke's Gospel, we start. Luke begins after his little introduction, his dedication, what he's doing. He starts by telling us about the the prophecy of the birth of John the Baptist mm-hmm. and about um, alluding, therefore, to his conception. Uh, and this is all in Luke chapter one and. After that, so this is Luke one twenty four. After these days, uh, Zechariah. Um, after the so Zechariah goes. I'm back to verse twenty three. And when his time of service in the temple was ended, he went to his home. That's Zechariah. After John's these dad. days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she hid herself, saying, "Thus the Lord has done to me in these days, when he looked when he looked on me to take away the, my approach among men." In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin patron to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So it's six months after John is conceived in the womb of his mother, Elizabeth, that Gabriel comes to Mary and mm-hmm. Jesus is conceived in uh, the womb of his mother, mm-hmm. Mary. So there's six months between John's conception and Jesus's conception. Therefore, yeah.
1: we have there to do are six
0: months between John's birth and Jesus's birth. Until
1: Christmas. Jesus'
0: birth is observed on December 25th Mm -hmm. Six months prior to that is June 25th, Mm and the day before, June 24th. So every June 24th, we celebrate the birth of John the Baptist, and we get to look forward to six months later, the birth of
1: Jesus. So that's why some of us call it Summer Christmas, and why we're talking about Christmas in the middle of summer. Exactly. And I love, love, love how the church, our Catholic church then, that's how they figure out where to place intentionally right. the different feast days. Yep. And we got, like in this case, it is direct from scripture. Yep. And then I just love how, you know, so John the Baptist points to Christ always. Yep. He's preparing the way he points to Christ and how this then is pointing us to Christmas. And I also love how the days start to get shorter. So even yes. our on our calendar yes, in our world, if you're just kind of paying attention, there's that little behind-the-scenes thing, too, where the days are getting longer leading up to John the, the summer Baptist. solstice, which yep. is
0: right on the breast. Bris- yep. yep.
1: Yep. So um, then we have summer Christmas, the Feast of St. John the Baptist, and then the days start getting shorter. shorter. They do. And one of my favorite quotes of his, of John the Baptist, and this is in Scripture, right, too, that I must decrease, John says, and he, and he, Jesus, must, must, must increase. increase. And I love that because I feel like that even ties into like, what's going to take place then in the liturgical year now leading yep. up to Christmas, once we hit summer Christmas, yep. John the Baptist. So I yep. just love the Amen. intentionality Amen. that the church does. And the church does it with everything. Yep. But this is really an obvious one where once you see that and you make the connection, it's kind of like there's all these stars in the sky. You can look at all these stars and like all oh, the stars are great. But then once you see a constellation yes. you're like oh yes. Yes. wow yes. look at that. Yes, And I feel like that with John the Baptist preparing the way and looking on the now to Christmas is like that. Right. Where you have these little things and you're like wait a second there's a bigger picture here and it's so intentional.
0: So this is I this is this is a a, a great um this is a strong tangent and rabbit hole, which we don't have time to go down, but <laughs> I, what the, what you just, so, so much of being Christian, um, yes, in a way it's about doing some different things, um, but in many ways it's about seeing differently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not seeing different things, but about seeing the same things differently.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, it's about doing many of the same things, but doing them differently mm-hmm. because we see everything Differently, mm-hmm. so I see you not as just this woman who's going to live on Earth for you know a span of a few decades or whatever it is, or even you know more like a bag of bones or just a clump <laughs> of cells or whatever. <laughs> I see you, or I should see you, if, if 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 my Christian faith truly informs my way of seeing everything, then I would see you as a beloved daughter of the Heavenly Father. And as a little yes. sister of Jesus Christ, the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's so beautiful. Et cetera, et And cetera. such a, so. that's an
1: so, absolutely yeah. so, beautiful, yeah. like, comparison in that. Yep. Yeah, yep. love it, love it. Yep. Awesome. I just, see, I geek out at stuff know. like this. know. Hey, you sister. know that about me. Okay, is there anything you want to add? No, that's good. Yeah, okay. So I am just going to...
0: I might successfully put off the crickets this way.
1: Yeah, whatever, because we only have, like, a few minutes left. But we're, I'm going to tell you... Um, so I'll quick read here, then, why you're going to try crickets. Why... Or how we're going to take a food and tie it in. Okay, so John was the son of the priest, Zechariah, which you read about. His birth was foretold by the angel Gabriel, which is also so cool. The same one, which you just read. Same angel that appeared to Mary. So cool. Um, So he ate after he was born and he grew up. He lived in the desert. He ate only locusts yep. and wild honey. Now, if we stop and think about that, that's incredible. Yep. If he only lived on that. And then he never touched a strong drink. He wore rough garment of camel's hair and his hair reached his shoulders. So at the river of Jordan, John cried out, "'Do penance, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. "'I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, "'make straight the way of the Lord.' "'Large crowds were baptized by him as a sign of penance.'" John pointed to Jesus with the words, "'Behold the Lamb of God, "'who takes away the sins of the world.'" Which I also love, because that ties so into our Catholic faith. And when John poured water over the head of Jesus as a sign of penance, when he was baptizing Jesus, the Holy Spirit appeared in the form of a dove, and the heavenly Father said, "This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased." I love that the baptism then is tied into that, um, and then it goes on just to talk about um, his death, which is for another topic. You know, had to do yep. with King Herod, which, yeah, good story um, for older kids
0: or oh, older kids.
1: <laughs> but anyway, so the reason I read that is to talk about. So you bring in so beautifully always the the theology, the scripture, the Here's the why. And I love to come in then and take something right. that we can do more tangibly. Yep. And in our case, it's usually the food yep. or some way to party. You know, I love to, I'm the lit, lit party queen, right? So that's why I brought in the crickets for you to try and the honey. So we have to do that yet, but what did we, you want to add? I can so, see that you yeah, thought of something yeah, in yeah, scripture. Yeah, yeah. So quick add so, that.
0: So um, this is why so John the Baptist Started knocking on the door of my heart. I will say. Oh yes, my tell so us why I, you like him. I, we don't, maybe another time, more detail. But that happened back in the late nineties, like really? when I was studying theology in Rome. Like, so oh, was it something.
1: before? Okay, it was while you studied theology, yep. not before you were called to that. Correct. Okay. While I was studying. Okay, so what did he say? So, uh,
0: it just I read something, and there's an illusion, John the Baptist. Oh. Like John has some particular, actually, a wrong constellation. There's a theologian who talks about there's a constellation of saints around our Lord. Our Lord is the sun, S-O-N, yes. but also in the sense yes. of the sun yes. Brian, burning, shining brightly. And yes. there's a constellation of saints around Our Lady, Joseph, Peter, the other apostles, John, the beloved apostle, beloved disciple, but John the Baptist. This theologian said um, something like just made some reference to him, like, huh? And I made a note in the book way back, like this is like ninety seven, eight, nine. We need a theology of the role and person of John the Baptist, and then I came across other books about him, but I never really read them. Just a couple of years ago, so that, he started and he got more serious about knocking on my door a couple of years ago. But what I love about John, um, so living lit liturgically, John's conception was foretold in the temple. His father was a priest who was ministering at the temple. In the temple. So John, as you as we you read, and as we've got props here, John was an ascetic. He 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 fasted. Yes. He ate meager food. Mm-hmm. That was John was one of the means by which the Lord um, finally got me to respond to his invitation to begin fasting.
1: Oh, so, so that's John, your recent yep. knocking. Yes. Oh yes, that's I'm the seeing knock. I'm yep. making the constellation yep. now. I'm seeing and, the picture.
0: And then finally john prepares the way for the lord and that's what i get to do for my day job
1: i thought of that so this is is, this
0: is jesus speaking about john in john's gospel chapter two um this actually this is john speaking i am not the christ but i've been sent before him he who who has the bride is the bridegroom so jesus is the bridegroom the friend of the bridegroom that's john Who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now full. He must increase, but I must decrease. John is the bridegroom, or the the friend of the bridegroom, who stands and listens for his voice and rejoices in it. And that's what I get to do as well.
1: Yes. And I've thought of okay. that. You eat the crickets while you try them out. Okay. So I've thought of that though. Buffalo that you wing- that is exactly what you get to do. You get to prepare the way, which is you're so blessed to be able to do that. So Chris is going to try the crickets while I'm talking yeah, real quick before we're out of time. Legs, so you're gonna have to go on YouTube to watch real crickets, guys. But Buffalo wing sauce. What do you think of the Buffalo ones?
0: Not too spicy.
1: Okay. So he's trying the buffalo. One or which one's next. Oh my
0: gosh, these look much, much like crickets.
1: Do they look Casey? You gonna try bacon. some? Okay, we're gonna make come on, we gotta get Casey in on it. Um, mm,
0: I like the flavor of the hickory smoked bacon, these are real crickets, people.
1: Yeah, but along with that, this. though, too, um, Geez-y also, Ranch. yum, that your listeners, you're always like, How does this apply to me? How can we be thinking of how we can prepare yes. the way for the Lord? Amen. You know, so I think we mm. all, if God taps mm. us on the shoulder, what are we doing in our life that can point others? To Christ, whether it's our family, those around us, those at work, people we don't know out and about, how can we prepare the way of the Lord?
0: So this is where I've gotten. So I've I've learned about John, but getting to know him. So his modeling for me of his humility, he, Jesus mm-hmm. must increase and I must decrease. His asceticism, fasting for the good mm-hmm. of others. Yes. but then. He proclaims the way of the Lord. He prepares the way of the Lord, and that's what we're all called. That's missionary discipleship. That's the new evangelization. Right. How can I, with those around me, in ordinary, everyday ways, even eating crickets yes. on TV or whatever, yeah, prepare the way of the Lord? Yes, Robin. Yes, uh, this was fun. The crickets are kind of good, actually. I don't know if you can um, get me to
1: try them, but...
0: We'll see after after we record. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Robin. Robin. That was a lot of fun. It was fun. And folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org with any questions about this idea, this episode or ideas for future ones. And until next time, may God bless you.